everybody. Welcome to The Wolf Ticket. Keach here with co-host Brendan Stapp. And we have our first female guest, Colleen Coco Clothier. Oh, Hi, that's guys. like a lot of C's there. Yeah, yeah. Colleen's here. This is um, Lee's wife, a good friend of ours, and um, we have a lot to talk about. I think uh, you guys will thoroughly enjoy this episode, especially the ladies out there. You know, 35% of our listeners are ladies. Yeah. Just letting you know. Girl power. Girl power. Um, We're going to start off with some wine talk, and then we will get into um, another cool topic that me and Colleen have been arguing for years now, and Brendan has joined the argument in the past couple years, and uh, it'll be fun. And um, yeah, so we're going to start off with some wine talk, and uh, during the wine talk, me and Brendan and Colleen, but she knows the answers to the test are going to be doing a little mini uh, wine tasting. You want to explain what we're doing here, Colleen? Yeah. Uh, so I pulled some of our 2022 reds. So these are reds that are made this year, uh, harvested September, October, uh, already made. They're already put in barrel. Um, but I thought it'd be fun to bring in some samples, do some tasting. Uh, I've got three wines. They are going to taste them throughout the episode, and then at the end, I'm going to give them tasting notes, and they have to match the wine to my notes. So she has the answers to the test. We're trying to cheat and get the answers from her eventually. No, they're on her phone. We already went over this. <laughs> okay, good. I tried to I tried to get them while you yeah. were putting on your new jacket. So we'll be we'll be drinking. We have three full glasses. These oh are yeah, cocoa. I was going to say mm-hmm. when you said mini wine tasting, this is some bullshit. This I meant mini in the quantity of wines we are tasting. Oh, like there's only three, sure. but these are full cocoa pours. These are like yeah. nine ounce pours each. No, 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 no. Six, seven. That's eight. only a half bottle of wine. So come on, Look, half ma- bottle between three people. I don't know math. Uh, yeah, I was going to say I'm not good with ounces. Okay, fine. So have you seen the Magnum? thing or what's, oh, yeah. it, what's it called is oh, yeah. it's the magnum right i feel like it's no. like a nebuchadnezzar it's an imperial okay imperial. so okay so for those of you listening keach has a gigantic bottle of wine that he bought for our friends giving that's this weekend uh and i was like oh there's got to be like what 200 ounces in there so i don't know shit about ounces all right well they, oh, every, yeah. they do everything in milliliters for wine so it's like you know yeah I don't know how many ounces that is. For us Am- Americans, you know, uh, this is 24 ounces. Okay. So that means this is only 12. Okay. Divided by three people. So six ounces. <laughs> no. I'm joking. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <Good> four. <God. laughs> okay. Well, I'm glad you recovered there because I was certain. <laughs> we were both unsure if you were so joking. So the big bottle yeah. is, I think, six liters. Okay. Uh, now you're making my brain hurt. It's eight bottles. Okay. So 24 times 8. According to my guy. I don't know. <laughs> according to my wine guy. Yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know either, Coco, Colleen, is the winemaker at Revolution Wine. So when mm-hmm. she said our wine, we are drinking oh, Revolution true. Wine. Sorry. You yes. got to you gotta plug your own business Sorry, here, sorry. Colleen. Plenty yeah. of Revo plugging coming. Yeah. Um, so let's start off talking uh, your background. Um, what were you doing prior to Revolution? How did you get into winemaking? What did you go to school for kind of thing? Um, so yeah, career wise, uh, honestly, my older cousin, uh, started in college doing viticulture and enology. Uh, and then she went on to be in the wine business, like right as I was getting into college. And I just thought it sounded really cool. Um, you know, I grew up in Sacramento in a city, basically didn't really know anything about farming, uh, wine. Uh, so I just thought it sounded really cool and I didn't really know what path I wanted to take. So I started, uh, banking, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kidding, kidding. started drinking a lot of wine, you yeah. know? Oh, yeah. Um, and you know, one thing led to another, I just thought it sounded really cool. Uh, I graduated in agricultural business and moved back home to Sacramento, uh, and immediately got the job at Revolution, uh, CSU Stanislaus. Down in Turlock, yep. T-Town. Yep. Uh, came back home, immediately got the job of Revolution, started in our tasting room, doing whatever I could, helping out, interning in the winery. Um, and one thing led in the, to another, and uh, the previous winemaker left and started his own brand. And Gina and Joe, yeah. the owners of Revolution, gave me a chance, and it's worked out. Sweet. Mm-hmm. That's a good start. Yeah. Um, so at Revolution, you're the head winemaker. Yes. Sam is your 
assistant, assistant but we do me. yeah we do everything your tag team and everything. yeah side by side so give us like the most and you can do it just for reds if you'd like because we're drinking red tonight yeah. or if you want to include both white and red or and rosé there's so many different types of wine jesus <laughs> like a quick doesn't have to be quick but like a basic version of how do you make wine okay so yeah reds is a good one to explain so uh red wine is made from red grapes we go out i go out myself to the vineyards i work closely with the growers um i you know tell them exactly when i want to pick uh what part of the vineyard i want to pick i go out and get the grapes myself bring them back to revolution uh, you can either de-stem uh, the fruit so pull the berries off of the stem or you can do whole cluster so you put the whole cluster together you can either do tank fermentation or bin fermentation a lot of our wines are small lot wines so we do bin fermentation but the red wine is actually fermented with the skins and that's how it gets its color and its tannin Got it. um, so bin fermentation happens fermentation takes you know maybe two ish weeks uh, and then all of that wine is pressed off of those skins skins go somewhere else and uh, red wine is then usually put to barrel for us it's about 15 to 18 months in barrel before it sees a bottle cool mm -hmm. so when you say the skins go somewhere else yeah where do the skins go well uh originally they were going to some pig farmers um pig, pigs would eat them yeah uh right now they're just food waste for us because we are an urban winery mm -hmm. so you know we don't have land but uh, a lot of people with large vineyards lots of land they would use them for compost, compost they would yeah. use them for the vineyards they would use them everywhere else all right, all mm -hmm. right. Um, so give give Revolution their full plug right now. Go ahead. Yeah, Revolution uh, Winery and Kitchen. Uh, our first vintage was in 2007 as just a winery. Um, we were doing some custom crush stuff, so we didn't have our own facility. Uh, we moved to our newest facility in 2010 where we opened up the winery right on S and 29th streets in Midtown Sacramento. Um, at that same time, we were able to open up a restaurant. So we have a restaurant and winery all in one. Uh, we work with really local vineyards and local growers. I like, I don't want to go outside like 50 miles, uh, because I really want to showcase what we have right around Sacramento. Um, but it's really small lot wines. Uh, we are super low intervention. I don't like to use a lot of additives. Uh, and we have the restaurant as well. So, and then a really big part of us too is that we serve all of our wine in the restaurant on tap. Um, so again, low intervention. Um, we want no waste. Um, if you come dine in the restaurant, it comes from tap, which is really cool and really innovative. Um, so yeah, we've got a lot going on. And I've seen the tap. It's yeah. pretty badass. Yeah. Custom the, tap system. The new custom tap system is mm -hmm. badass. Yeah. And funny thing about the restaurant, I'll tell the lasagna story right now. Yes. <laughs> I was say, that, yes. Was, that was going to be the good <laughs> so story. So we've been, we've known Coco and Lee for like five years now, since 2017. And we've always gone to Revo. It's one of our favorite places. And uh, me and Lauren went there for dinner. Coco, it was just a random dinner. No one, Coco wasn't there. Um, I ordered, we ate, I ordered the lasagna. I like, I don't know if I texted or told you at the gym the next day or something. I was like, man, I had the lasagna. It was like one of the best lasagnas I've ever had. And you're like the vegan lasagna. And I'm like, no, no, no. I had the regular lasagna. There's no yeah. way that was vegan. And you're yeah. like, no, no, we only have a vegan lasagna. And I was like, <laughs> Okay, I guess I'm vegan now. Yeah. Wait, do I am I vegan now? <laughs> yeah. Because it was literally, I didn't even know it was vegan. And Revo is one of the best vegan restaurants in Sacramento. Yeah. yeah. They, they're super vegan. They do have steak, you know, for the guys out there that like yes. steak. I love their steak. Yeah. But, but there's definitely a hole missing in Sacramento for vegan and gluten-free food. So yeah. our chef and owner, Gina, um, works really hard to offer that to everyone yeah so i'm vegan now as yeah. of like mm -hmm. 2019 <laughs> um but yeah it really was like the best lasagna I, one of the best lasagnas i've ever had and it yeah. was vegan which is weird to me yeah. but hey i'll tell gina to bring it back yeah mm -hmm. I, I would definitely eat it again mm -hmm. 
Um, where are you at on your wines there, Brendan? Oh, I mean, I've already tasted. I'm I'm good. You don't have to drink like the whole one. At, like you yeah, can you yeah, know, yeah, switch I around. I know. Okay, I, okay. I, well, I, just making sure. I got my <laughs> notes. I'm good to go. I'm ready for the quiz. You've already been taking tasting notes. <laughs> Yeah. Where are you at, Keech? So um, way behind. <laughs> great, great story though, because I, you know, I know you think I'm joking because half of my demeanor and attitude is full of shit. But no, when we went to Clarksburg that one time, it was just the Keeches, the Comentes, and I. Uh, and so Nick, who we had on a while ago, uh, we were there, and Nick grabbed one of the little charts, and he's like, "All right, taste that one." What are you? And so I was crushing this, and it, without looking at the chart, yeah. and it's like I don't know, but the the like I said, we're. I don't know what I got in Florida. I got the Florida flu. I don't typhoid. Know. We think yeah. it's typhoid. It's it's probably syphilis, but I mean, Jesus <laughs> oh come on. I mean, but, okay, I get it. You like to cook. You're oh, a yeah, chef, yeah. so yeah. The, that the, has something. Your palate, you know, smelling it does everything. Help, yeah, but yeah, no. It's and these have fun flavors. And I mean, granted, you've never given me anything bad from Revolution, mm-hmm. so. Thank I mean, you, we're not we're not here to gas up Revolution. It's really yeah. just that good. I thought and he was going to say you've never given me anything from Revolution, but I'd like it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Ooh, sorry. Uh, yeah, you probably haven't, but I mean, <laughs> not like directly, but it's like the amount of wine I've drank with you <laughs> okay, over the yeah. years. It's like, you know, we crack a bottle here and there for just for the hell of it. So it's yeah, like, one or two for sure. Yeah. So I don't. <laughs> And I'm not going to go, I mean, I'm single, so I'm not going home by myself and just, like, crushing a bottle of wine. <laughs> like, I walk in tonight, and Lauren's got a glass of wine, but she's also got a toddler screaming and banging a jack-in-the-box. So I understand the that's wine. That's why you need the wine. I yeah, I like, so I get why she's drinking, <laughs> but it's like, I go home to peace and quiet and figure out, like, what I'm doing with my evening. So, I, I definitely don't need to pound some wine, but. Got it, got no, it. No, these are, these are tasty. Cool. I'm excited for the test. Yeah. Should we test now? No, we don't need, to. well, we, let Give us one. Give us one. Give us the flavor notes of one, because for those you of see you, if you want to nail it. Oh yeah. So okay. for those of you listening, Colleen has put pieces of tape and numbers on each one of our glasses, and so standard practice. Here. Standard practice. Yeah. So blue, blue painters tape. Blue, yeah. Blue, standard. Blue yeah, standard. Tape. Very standard. Yeah. Very very high class. You know, uh, but. The winery is not as romantic as people. <laughs> as we're making it sound, yeah. Yeah, we're, no. we're, we're, we're trying. We're you, trying could to do, you could do a date night there. Absolutely. No, no, she, the restaurant is. I'm saying the wine industry is not as yeah. romantic as, as people, people make it seem. Yes. Yeah, it's just hey, <laughs> yeah. get it done. It doesn't have to be pretty. It's just yeah. a bunch of alcoholics making their own. <laughs> what, what, what ends up, you know, it turns out pretty dang good. You know, came out great. <laughs> but so the game we're gonna play, right? So you're gonna give us a flavor combination, right? Yeah. yeah. And then we're gonna guess. One, two, or three. Yeah. Okay, got it. Okay, should I go with one? Well, a tasting yeah, note. Yeah, go your first one. All right, so let's do. One of them has bell pepper, pomegranate, and plum notes. Oh, that's wine one. Chris, what's yours? What's your guess? Three. Okay. It's going to be. Wine three. Yes. Our 2022 Cabernet Franc. Oh, good Yeah, kind. this is from El Dorado. Cab Franc, Cab Franc typically has some bell pepper notes in it. it. So that's, specific. yes. So what's throwing me off, though, That's why the, I knew it was but, that one. But mm-hmm. the plummy taste of the first one. So I felt like maybe... Keep that note. Yeah. <laughs> Look at my phone. Keep that note. Well, that's what... Yeah. So that was wine three. So wine three's gone. So wine three's out. Damn it. You can drink it all now, Brendan. Yeah, I was gonna say that one's gone. So I need to stop. <laughs> I need to stop figuring that one out. All right, gotta focus on one and two because I think I got one down. But yeah, um, let's touch on your fantasy league at work. Yeah. Um, real quick, I like that Keech wants to touch on your fantasy league. So Colleen is kind of a shark, but Keech is falling off, and I'm catching you. Well, I feel like you're below me, and that's all it that matters. <laughs> Lee gave me a huge shout out. Uh, a couple weeks ago, he did, and you're dominating your league at work, right? It was v- it was very very nice, but he may have jinxed me a little bit. <laughs> so since that, <laughs> since that, have not been doing great. Uh, I was in second place, and now I'm in sixth. Oh Jesus! So <laughs> well, so, I'm in sixth. Well, so what? What Lee did though? Yeah. Lee gave himself the positive energy. Exactly. And he's, he's moved up to two in our league. Well, so. he's been on a tear. Yeah. Dip- typically, one of us usually win the championship, so it's like same same, uh, you know. But work league is always fun. Uh, Zeno uh, puts it on every year, and it's coworkers, so you know everyone can give each other a little bit of shit. It's yeah. really nice. Um, I don't really know what I'm doing, but it's always fun. Who's your best player? Do you think? 
Okay, I don't know anyone's first names either. So that's fine. We'll figure it out. I feel like St. Brown. Yes. Could be yeah. my best player. From which team? I've got. Oh, because there's multiple St. Browns. Oh, sorry, Detroit. Lions. Yes. Yeah, I was got say, you got okay. Amon okay. Ra then. Um, but I have Eckler. I have oh, Edward Tiller. That's your best player, by oh, the way. Okay, okay, Eckler's sorry, yeah. Player. Austin okay. Eckler's probably your best player. I have player. Kelsey. Oh, or never mind, Kelsey. You, know, you have a team. I have a pretty good team. I've just had a few rough weeks. Okay, so what happened too is, I have Ryan Ryan Wilson too. Sorry, Russell Wilson. See, <laughs> yeah. see, I don't know no, his name. It doesn't, it doesn't have, matter. He's not important enough. I to know had his first Russell name. Wilson started him, and then I had Goff started him. None of them start Goff. No, I dropped Goff. Oh, I was going to say. And then you, I picked up Zach Wilson. And, uh, uh, go none, get Goff again. None he's of actually it's decent. been working. You're, no, Goff is actually decent. You're, you're chasing he's gone. quarterbacks. He's gone. So. Well, yeah, he's throwing your boy St. Brown, so yeah. it only makes sense. Yeah, you want to – I mean, I have Goff on my bench, but I would start him if that was over Russell. Do you Ryan still Wilson. Goff? I know, Ryan. Sorry, Ryan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm sure he's a big listener of the Wolf ticket. <laughs> hey, he better be. He's got nothing else to do. So we'll see. Hopefully make a comeback. I feel like there's, like, a lot of us tied for so you know i can probably make it back how many people are in your league 12 and how many people make the playoffs <sighs> great questions got it i don't know As, <laughs> asking the real hard hitters tonight <laughs> well that's come on that's the beauty of ours is uh it is only six people yeah in the boat. and i'm barely and, hanging and on and he keeps just holding on uh but if you notice, seven through twelfth in our league, I all have the same record. That was, I, that's what I was telling Colin before we started. Up, one game so, up. Well, now I have to really say congrats, you know, to Lee for beating you. Yeah, last, and he barely beat me. Night. Yeah, and he got it. But he. Yeah. Uh, so. So the beauty, the nice beauty job, though, babe. of our league, is everybody who's doing really well is playing everyone who's doing shitty. I know. So we might all you the top. I'm playing Zach, though. I know. The top six might have a sweep of the bottom, bottom six, six, and we might not move again. <laughs> yeah. Or we just shuffle. Who do you play this week? I play Rari. Oh, so. no. And he just lost for the first time. No, but he second time. Second time. And he, again, no, I meant first time in a, while, a couple yeah, weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shook his team up, though, because he... Uh, he's a mess. Seven, seven to two. And knowing Rari, he's overreacting like crazy yeah. right now. Well, so, <laughs> but losing one at the top, it shuffled it more. So Knight went to one. Right. Lee went to two. two. And Chris went to three. Yeah. So... And again, everyone's real tight there. It's seven two, seven two, seven two, and then it's just weird between four, five, six. You guys are the ones with the weird records. We have so. weird records, yeah. But uh, but yeah, so it's it's gonna be an interest. It's moving week, week ten. Uh, When's playoffs start? <laughs> uh, When's last week of regular season? Fourteen. So there's eighteen uh, weeks, but we don't do the last week, right? Fourteen. So so it'd be fourteen is start of playoffs. No, fifteen. Oh, fifteen is fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. Yep. Okay. So 14 is last. So we have five more weeks of yes, regular. Yes, and that was why. So when we were in Florida, mm-hmm. Keach and I made a controversial-ish trade because I had to get rid of... I heard about this. I heard about this. Everyone heard about this. So oh, yeah. I, tra- I traded away my best wide receiver that I had to get any wide receiver. I just needed somebody because I needed anybody. And to be fair to me, Jamar Chase, he's hurt. He's not coming back till damn near the playoffs, the fantasy playoffs. So mm. I needed to get somebody mm. because at, at this point, it's like I had to get anybody. But Be- I see some collusion maybe happening. Well, no, there was no conclusion. No. Mm. And the beauty of it is I wish we had live recorded or done anything because he's sitting there at the bar and we're talking about this trade and he goes, how'd you screw me over it? We already hit complete. Just tell me how. And then everyone in the league starts freaking out and they're like, you cheated. And I was like, I was seriously I'm like, how, here, how did I do it? I'm sitting here <laughs> thinking that like Chris is like, he got one over on me and, he, and I'm like, no, I traded you an injured guy. Sure. So like last week's makes sense why you lost. His whole bench is out. Like he had no one he could move around. He's got, in- I still started the, Brandon you started Cook. the best lineup because everybody else was out. Well, no, but even if Brandon Cooks wasn't out, I wouldn't have started him. So I still started uh, all the players I would have started. Got it, what you're saying there. I yeah. was like, well, no, because <laughs> you would never know. But, okay. But, yes, I had very little roster flexibility And that's the week. that's the beauty of Chris Ferrer this week. His whole team's on a bye. Yeah, there's going to be weeks like – and I caught Lee on a, a decent bye. He had, like, three good players, yeah. and he, he barely got me, like, five points or whatever. Um, should we do – let's jump in on another. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay, all cool. right. Let's Stop. try this again. Next couple tasting notes here. I can't go, can't go zero and two because then I'm, you know. Okay. Yeah, so far I'm winning. <laughs> well, then we're gonna know the last one, obviously. Yeah, that's what but, I'm saying. Okay. So, so one of them has violet, raspberry, and cola. Hmm. I'm gonna have to go wine number two. Yeah, I was gonna go two as well. 
I should have just gone one. Mm. Oh, is it one? One. Oh. Our 2022 Syrah from Lodi. All right. Yeah. So this is one that we Cola. do whole cluster ferment in bin. And uh, actually, all of these wines in front of you, too, we did all natural fermentation, no additives. All right. So. So no. you have to add sugar. No. How do you? Oh, what? the grapes have sugar. The grapes have sugar. Oh, in beer, you have to add sugar, right? Yeah. Got it. The grapes, sugar is growing rapidly right. during the harvest season. And that's you why have everything. You your thing. So we could take a picture of it. But that's why things are like so stressful because I have to pick at the certain, I have to pick the fruit at the certain moment. What's the thing called? The thing? Refractometer. Yeah. So she Mm -hmm. has this thing and it's a, you put a grape at the end. Put juice on the end. Juice on the end and look through this telescope thing that's small. Which tells me the sugar. Sugar levels. And it's like badass. Mm -hmm. And how much Mm -hmm. is one of those? How much? Oh my gosh. I don't know. Not that expensive. A hundred dollars? hundred bucks. Oh, okay. No big deal. How much, how much is one of those? Just in case I want one. Yeah. Just, just to play around with what it. No, I'm just curious because I'm sure. You want to test some sugar? Wine making <laughs> stuff is not cheap. No. Wine making stuff is not cheap. That's why they brew homebrew beer, not homebrew mm-hmm. wine. Mm-hmm. I mean, same prison. Shout out to Josh. He's 20 pounds and ready for the quiches, talking about the turkey for Friendsgiving. Oh. So He's jo- making the turkey Josh, for Thanksgiving? No, he butchered the turkey for Thanksgiving. So, <laughs> so the beauty of this is we had Josh on talking about his farm. And today, oh, yeah, I listened. Today he killed the turkey. and He processed the turkey. Processed, processed. it. We got to go yeah. humanely. Yes. Yeah. In case PETA is falling us? What? <laughs> no, I don't care about PETA. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, block. Oh. Maybe if PETA got into the. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> maybe, what was that? Maybe if UNICEF got, got in the, the car business. Is this? Yeah. Good old Joe, Joe Dirt. Dirt quote. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, the, the pictures have been great. He's doing a good job. Hopefully, it's, you know, now it's up to Nick. That's the beauty of it. Oof. It's up to the delivery boy first. Well, what? Nick, what are you do, gonna, Nick does make a good turkey. What are you going to lose the turkey? What do you mean it's up to the delivery boy? Anything can happen between here and Nick's house. <laughs> no, it's dead already. And why is it going to Nick's? He, yeah. He's going to brine it. Oh, okay. I'm not brining that for him. God. Wow. He's like, I can give you the re- the ingredient list. I'm not brining that. I got tri tips to worry about. I was just thinking, just, <laughs> just, well, first of all, I love that you'd rather be inconvenienced by driving from Arden to a different deep county. Cut Roseville. It's a different county. I'd like to point that out. Cause I, and I would, I would like everyone to know that I live in the same county, technically, but I live off the highway. Yeah, but you traveled so, us. Yeah. No, we no, don't travel to you. No, no, but I'm talking about to get to my house, it's like 15 minutes. You go right up the highway, you get right on the interstate, boom, you're there. Go to Nick's. There's no easy way to get to Nick's. There's no freeway from my house. Well, exactly. Once you get to Roseville, <laughs> you, you take walk you, like 18 miles north, yeah. and then then take it another 18 miles south and go. <laughs> that's how you get there somehow. <laughs> so, do we get the tasting notes of the number? No, one? So I'm, how, no. I'm going to make you guess some of them. Okay. I was going to say mm-hmm. so for number two. Yeah. Because that's what we have left. So number two. Yeah. So T- taste, taste away. I felt like write some notes down. Wait, we guessed. So two is the remaining. Two is the remaining. So that's how we would have to play this. So I'm trying to figure this out. It has a distinctive taste, I feel like. I can't pin it. I got it. I think I think it's got a little minty taste to it. Okay, you're a fucking lying. Really? I kind of like that. Okay, that wasn't one of my specific tasting notes, but I do like that note. But it definitely has cherry flavored. Yeah, I, was I feel say like we cherry. typically so okay. It's definitely cherry. Yeah, it's cherry. Definitely cherry. I feel like instead of minty, I usually like like menthol. Menthol's a good like one. A cigarette? Not like a cigarette? Yeah, like, <laughs> not, like, not like you're smoking a cigarette. Hell There's yeah. a distinctive menthol well, note that you after, can get. After the Florida trip, I guess I would taste you're menthol. You're tasting a lot of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's different though. Everything tastes like menthol after yeah. the Florida trip. Mm-hmm. So, But yeah. Okay, so what else are we missing? So we got cherry. We got menthol. Which okay, how be- about are you getting a little maybe like green peppercorn a little bit a little bit of pepper a little bit of pepper sure actually you kind of can smell it more than you can taste it oh yeah i can't smell anything right now guys that's what i'm saying like i'm perfect i'm congested to the point where my well no remember when we were landing in florida and i said you're right (laughs) fair enough absolutely not we're landing in orlando the land of a thousand lakes <laughs> wow, Jacksonville, brother, city of brotherly love. <laughs> that that was our whole shtick when we were in Florida. We were just going to continue to misquote 
like miss, <laughs> every city we went in. Then we like look across it. Did oh. you say that like out loud? Oh yeah. Like <laughs> like we we were getting on. How many dirty looks did you get? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I got dirty looks for the fact that the Macarena was playing, and I just started misdoing the Macarena. I was like doing the YMCA at one point. I don't oh know what gosh. was going on, but uh, no, the uh, yeah, Jacksonville was fun to do that because people definitely took us too seriously. I'd be like, God, Jacksonville, look at this river. The Twin Cities, you know. There's only <laughs> one city there. It's like, look back all dramatic. <laughs> God, you know. That's why they call it the Big Apple. We did get some pretty dirty looks getting on the water taxi after Ryan spilt the cooler full oh, of yes. pink candy drivers. Oh, my God. So... I may have Big, got a FaceTime or two, so I believe it. Oh, biggest, <laughs> oh did you? Y- oh, yeah. yeah, we, we fa- oh, yeah. I FaceTimed Lee oh. in a parking lot. In, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There was, there was a lot. There was you a lot. FaceTimed us, too, so don't, uh, don't it even. Does, it doesn't mean we necessarily remember it. Yeah. <laughs> but, hey, but, uh, but, yeah, the beauty of the, the water taxi was, so, and we didn't share a lot of this, you know, with Josh, because Josh is a good, good old, you know, non drinker, good person, <laughs> turkey like, killer. Best. You know, uh, I mean, the guy brought us eggs to do shots of eggs and best. love him to death, but definitely not a party animal, a- at least anymore. I'm sure those stories of him getting on private jets and doing debaucherous stuff, he was probably probably up to something that he's not sharing with society. Could have been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty of Josh, the anonymity mm-hmm. of it. But, yeah, uh, but yeah, so we. Pink panty droppers, the drink of Troy Keach. Uh, make them in a big old ice chest. And this, oh, I'm familiar. This doofus, it's got wheels and an arm, but you've got to go up steps to get Two on steps, the water. Like a little stepladder thing. And so instead of picking it up, he tried to pull it up, and it just all spilled out. Like two-thirds of it. Two, like a At least gigan- two-thirds. I feel like yeah. like blessing in disguise, though. You know, like, oof. No, because then we were just pandering around the tailgate looking for booze. Yeah, we were just like homeless people. Clearly you needed more. Well, There's only how many bottles was in that batch? I No, I think you only put like one, one big handle. One handle yeah. and for six guys. We were fine. Totally fine. It's mostly it was, sugar. It was, yeah, it was totally. more... Based on the FaceTimes <coughs> that I got, totally yeah, fine. Yeah, we Totally no, fine. No, that's because that's we went to the Exactly, tents. that's the excuse. <laughs> the excuse is we were overserved because yeah. we didn't have okay, the pink okay, panty drop. Okay, yeah, definitely piecing it together, I get it. Yeah, yeah so... <laughs> it was because we spilt the pink panty droppers yeah, oh, that it was the problem. God, I took, it seems backwards, I know. <laughs> I took a barefoot field goal, oh. uh, and it. I scraped all my toes. Yeah. Frost. It's broken. Yeah, I don't. Mm-hmm. Well, I, you know, like I said, kind of subtly, but I didn't stay the night on the last night we were there. Roll into the hotel room, like I'm broken like, foot. I'm like Keech. I don't know what happened to me, but my <laughs> fucking toes are bleeding. I was like, I don't, I don't know where. You did I, say that. I was like, I don't know where I've been. <laughs> like, Keech is like, I don't care. Get ready. <laughs> yeah. No, he's like, I was like, I'm going back to sleep. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's like, check out till eleven thirty. I was like, talk great. to you later. Great. great. But yeah. um well, you know, I was trying to point out my athletic prowess from the barefoot field goal, you know, shoeless Joe Jackson style, because you were a D1 <laughs> athlete, right? The segue, so good. Correct. No, I, I'm not D1. I played D2. Oh, okay. Yeah. D2. So sorry to disappoint. Sorry. D- okay. Let me correct my notes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We'll type that sorry, one out. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so Coco was a D2 volleyball player at Stanislaus. Yes. And... um great athlete i've worked out with her she's a great athlete um well and i helped her move and so i know she's a great athlete but <laughs> she's much, much stronger she loves, than lee she <laughs> loves herself because hey. there there are framed photos everywhere everywhere no. those are given to me and i can't throw them out what yeah, the heck sure you can't no actually coco's like a light hoarder i hate to say it. no there were college projects in that garage there were no way in the garage exactly like coco, what's this volcano doing yeah exactly <laughs> does it still explode we don't know get enough baking get powder get the vinegar out exactly. It might no blow. way. No, no way. it wasn't. It wasn't that bad. But no, she, there were definitely framed photos of her playing volleyball at a high level. Thought it was D one. Looked D one. And uh, apparently, it's only D two. Sorry, I know. But which, so her being a high level collegiate athlete brings up what we were teasing is Coco's hate for nil deals. Uh, Explain NIL deals to everyone. Oh, I don't even know what it stands for. Name, image, and likeness. Oh, okay. That's 
See, I I didn't know what it stood for. I honestly, but, I didn't know either. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm glad. I'm glad <laughs> you did I think your I'm going to win this argument already. <laughs> no, I'm just glad you did your research. But no, for for those of you who don't know, college athletes couldn't make money when Colleen was in college, and uh, up until like maybe two through or endorsements. Th- let's specify exactly. Yes, well, scholarships are readily available. Sure, sure, correct, sure, sure. Correct. And that's exactly. But no, but you could not make money. But even outside money, outside exactly. money from the school. Yeah, and even if you were a pizza parlor, though, you couldn't give hundred bucks to the kids. No, you cannot accept. Uh, you could not accept outside money, even if we went and well, I mean, it goes so many different directions. But even if we went and played a sand volleyball tournament or whatever, if we won the tournament, you cannot accept that money because of amateurism. Be- yeah, I mean, because you signed a contract with the NCAA, which is an amateur organization. Yeah. Got yeah. yeah. And yeah. so they got rid of that a couple years ago. Last uh, year. Last year. Except, uh, I think it was August of last year. And so now kids can make money. And so, funny enough, before we dive into this argument topic, whatever we're going to handle this, <laughs> Chris and I were discussing, should we sponsor an athlete next year as a wolf ticket athlete and go out and try and buy like some random kid? Like, not some high-level athlete, obviously. I mean, we, I mean yeah, it's got to be some, like, you know... High school senior. Oh, I was going to say, like, JC student. Oh, right? same, same. Wait, NIL, so high school kids can get yes. paid? Yes. All right. Because yes, what happens before is if a kid in high school was so good and they were clearly going to go to college, they couldn't take money before they went to college because that would have broken the professional and amateurism barrier. Right. So and like the contract that they're going, going to, to sign. sign. Yeah. So now even a high school like senior can sign a deal. The funniest one is the DeColdest. DeColdest. So hey. his name is, uh, I don't want to butcher his last name no, just because I don't remember it. It's is, like DeColdest Brown or something or Williams. You want to look it up for me? Yeah. DeColdest um, Crawford. Decoldus Crawford, I think he's from Louisiana, is Nebraska. A, Nebraska. He's a football player in Nebraska. He's a senior, and his name is Decoldest. That's mm-hmm, his first mm-hmm. first name. And he is Follow. now sp- he's sponsored by like a HVAC company. Mm-hmm. Get it, Decoldest? Because yeah. he yeah, and he, they bring the Decoldest air. <sighs> so a high school based af- heating and cooling company. company. Yes. So and sure that one that's an anomaly. It's an anomaly. Oh, I mean, but, yeah, Dad set him but, up with that eight, seventeen years ago. Exactly. <laughs> he knew that when he was a senior, they would lift this band. But but the thing is, it's it's. I know I know we're gonna get into this because we've had this conversation a million times, and for the listeners, it's gonna be good because Colleen has a lot of good points, and she will be able to argue with us on every bit of this. I feel like you're talking me up a little bit, but I'll but I'll argue. You 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 have argued <laughs> like we have. I know. Don't many, know if I remember it all, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> but in and I mean, there's sure there has to be a little bit of balance. I mean, this kid is making, he's making seventy thousand dollars off this whatever. The coldest. Yeah. As a oh. senior. Yeah. Because he's like one of the top ranked high school guys. high school players. I know it bugs you. Mm. So, give me. Please in Nebraska commit. Number one reason you don't like NIL deals for collegiate and high school athletes. Okay. I do. I just, you know, I've got a few notes I'm down sure you here. I'm some notes and I we know, can bounce off each other. Yeah. I'm not that good at arguments. And I don't know much. No one's arguing here. But I'm not, I don't know much about the big time schools. So I can only voice my opinion, you know, as a player and as a teammate. Based on... Your, your experience based Got it. on me being a player and a teammate Got it. um but to me it just tarnishes the idea of the camaraderie and everything for the team so like yes you know all scholarships are not the same some kids get paid more some kids get paid less but we're all putting in the same work uh, and if a teammate of mine is accepting money outside of the scholarship for the same work that we're both putting in, then it just ruins my opinion of is all of their heart, mind, soul, everything, 100% in it? Like, are they going to put everything out on the court that I am too? How do I know that should I be backing them up 100% if they're not going to back me up 100%? So it just, to me, it just loses a little bit of the the camaraderie okay but 
on the flip side of that, what if you guys went out as a team and now you're able to earn money? And what if you guys all went and got it's like the same n- deal and not even a, like a crazy deal? Maybe Has that have happened? A, yes. I'll give you an example. Cool. Texas women's basketball just this? signed this past week a deal where every player gets uh, I forget the company. It's some local based company in Austin gets five grand. Every every women's basketball player on Texas gets five grand, and see that's and it's not like life changing money. I obviously, mean, yeah, I know, of but course, but it gives but, them some walking around money. But you're still talking about that's you know drop drop in the bucket to kind of what's happening too. No, sure. I understand they, and they and pull not, in revenues like crazy. I get that. Yeah, and I'm not so. I understand if you're all going out there as a team and doing this all as a team and everyone's making some extra money, but. Yeah, if some if one if your star athlete is out there just making yeah. some extra money and then he's gone in two years or whatever the case may be. Well, let me give you an argument point on that. Yeah. So what they've shown already in one year is like mid level athletes that still are getting NIL deals, not for millions like the Ohio State quarterback got, but getting, you know, hundred grand, fifty grand, like that range, they're actually staying in college an additional year or two for the security because they might not make it at the pro level because they're just a mid-level athlete. They might not get drafted or whatever it is in basketball or football. Most of it revolves around basketball or football right now because it's so new, um, like all the stats I'm getting. But they are staying in school longer, which benefits university, benefits the kid getting the education. Of course, So, but then the school is just making more and more money off of them. Like, my big thing is, I know they have to start somewhere. Like, these big schools are making so much money Mm -hmm. that, you know, and the players are seeing none of it, and they're getting hurt, and they're losing their scholarships, and no one's paying them, and, you know, this whole waterfall effect. So now we have to go rely on outside companies paying them? Like, it doesn't, like, why don't we just somehow attack the schools or attack the boosters or attack like why why are you leaving it all up to the players or their quote-unquote agents to go find them more money to be honest most of the money being dealed out right now so far is from boosters they call them collectives now that's what they're allowed to be called but that's also what i'm saying like it needs so boosters maybe need to be attacked i mean boosters have been around for since and they ain't going away. College was around. And they ain't going away. But then, so it needs to be, the boosters need to be looked at at how the money is spent. But it's their money. How do you say someone donating? It's basically a donation to them. It's probably a tax write-off for a lot of these guys. How do you tell them where their money has to go? Well, I don't know. I mean, the schools, the scholarships are regulated somehow. Make the boosters regulated somehow. I don't know. I don't know what the scholarships like. are regulated by NCAA. Exactly. That's what but, I'm saying. Which is now one of the weakest organizations in the United States after this NIL thing. But it's still can regulated. Be- like they can regulate. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. So, so, but but where I because I. You know, unfortunately, I see Keech's notes. Um, but going to Livy Dunn, who is LSU, LSU gymnast, and she's the highest paid NIL person in the country. But she's a gymnast. And Dope. what happens there is there's like kind of like volleyball. There's nothing for her after that, right? Uh, the Olympics? But that's but, not a money grab. But yeah, there's no money. You're in not Olympics. making money on your sport. I mean, you're making money on if you win a medal, but she's not like a medal. Women, and she might. Who knows? No, women that go to college for gymnastics okay, don't go to the Okay, but let's, let's not make that argument. But I'm just saying, so just as any gymnast, right? Now you have the opportunity to make money because I think a lot of her money comes from social media and shit. It does. And she doesn't have, like, true NIL deals. She's just allowed to make money where she wa- in a world she wasn't allowed to before. So, like, mm-hmm. a lot of these kids are able to make money now on your likeness or whatever. And it's... It's one of those things where it's like, if you're able to earn it, earn it. You know, I, I don't know. because One of her biggest deals is a clothing brand deal. So she like will post hashtag ad on Instagram and like whatever. I don't know the name of the clothing brand, but she'll like this is my outfit, yeah. hashtag whatever. They pay her for that. Yeah. I see that too. And I see like, I mean, I understand that, you know, when I all if the biggest NIL deal is going to a gymnast, the mean more people will be gymnasts no, or just, if more people been, like... She's just been able to earn the most money. She doesn't have a true deal. Like, I I think your gripe is more with, like, an Arch Manning who made $3.5 million in high school. He hasn't and even he's, signed. <laughs> he hasn't even started at Texas. Yeah, he's... Yeah. It's and, next year. He's going to be a freshman. And, and it's like, you know, where's where's the team aspect of that? He's not at Texas yet. You know, is this guy going to ride with us or is he, you know... <laughs> yeah. Like, 
all of it. But I also see, like, I mean, I get it. I understand that these athletes are, a lot of them, you know, putting it all out there and none of them will make it pro. Like, why don't we reward them in some way for what they're giving us now? If they can, yeah. But I just think it should be regulated at a higher level and not just, you know, Anyone some business some business giving my teammate more money because they're getting more kills than anyone else. But like, it's usually more maybe. around their social media following. Yeah, and that's what I was about to say. Well, or just your your general appearance, right? And social well, media can go away. What everything can. will go Absolutely. away at some point. And that, so that's like the point it's just get the money now. Be a good person. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then go learn how to yeah, make wine, kids. Give your dues. Be a, stay in school. Be a good person. <laughs> stay in school. So can I make the argument for the big school versus small school on this one? I mean, yeah. I don't think I have much to to stand. Well, I'll tell like. you. So we don't have to switch the like. Right no, because this is one of my <laughs> points. Because I'm pro nil. The the big schools like that have a lot of money. Oregon, Bama, like the big dogs. Ohio yeah. State, Florida. All the big dogs that bring in hundreds of million dollars based on the university. Basically football. Most of it football, but yeah. because of Title IX has to be spread through all sports. Oh, yeah. No, that's legal. Yeah. So yeah. it has to be balanced. Title so, IX's about. So now a kid. I know so, that. So yes, I know that. T- <laughs> so now a. Thank you, Brendan. Excuse me. Would you like me to explain Title <laughs> Thank IX? Thank you. you. Please, man, explain. Thank <laughs> you. So now, like, the backup <laughs> safety for the Gators, right? For an example. He is an elite athlete. He is on, if he's a backup safety for Florida, he can start on probably all but five teams in the U.S., right? Now he may go to a smaller school, still D1, but maybe Jackson State, Appalachian State, you know, name any of those. Even if it's a smaller, bigger school like Iowa, and he can go to some of those schools and still make money through an NIL deal and not have to worry about oh am i going to get enough playing time to go pro so now he can make a little money still make impact at his school he'll probably play longer if he's getting paid decent because most well in football it's a bad example not a bad example but it's not like basketball they have to go three years but basketball will be interesting it's only been one year but in Mm -hmm. a couple years we're going to know more about the basketball landscape of this right now it's football but don't you think the big cities at some point will just catch up like everyone's going to want to go to la Everyone's gonna because there's just more money there in general. Like that's not true. In in university life, there's schools like Iowa that are in the middle of nowhere that have a ton of money, a lot more than some schools in big cities. But Iowa meaning like I'm just giving boosters. I, but I'm yes. saying like so you're just saying boosters. That's where most of the money is coming from. It's coming through boosters. I know. See, like that's the HVAC, again, the HVAC just, one is just a funny one, but most of it comes from boosters. Like, yeah, but I think every everyone could hop on the NIL deal, and there's just so many more businesses. There's so much more in all the big cities. There's so much more that would give a couple grand just to say that they support the team. Right. Like, agree. So, but most of the money comes from boosters. So. Boosters in, I keep saying Iowa, I don't know why, but like even boosters at Boise State sure. in middle of nowhere, Idaho, there's a lot of big grads from Boise State. They might not live there, but they're boosting the program. I'm not saying it's on yeah. Florida or Bama or USC level, but there's still a lot of money there. And yeah. Boise State is not like a Power 5 conference team. So they're in football regards. They can get recruits that they normally wouldn't get because oh, we have a, a good booster system that, you know, we, we can pay you 50 or 100 grand a year to come here, which, to be honest, this is the big yeah. elephant in the room. They were probably getting anyway before all this. There's all the under under the and, table money. Yeah. And I guess that's course. kind of my point because your whole they idea. They were already like, doing it. Because, I, like, and who knows? Maybe the teammates, and I think they didn't because there's some guy, I, I wish I did more information than research on this but there was some guy on a podcast he was at usc during the reggie bush era talking mm. about how he's like i got stacks of cash from boosters like and he just, wasn't even like yeah, a top player yeah and he, but the thing is when it was underground everyone had to shut the fuck up about it right so it's like you because you're See, poor. And that's the thing too like i i can only speak from again d2 small school you know no no and I, not I, I get that but wouldn't it have been cool if like you and your best friend leanne could have gone out and like actually like, kind of like lobbied and not like you get like a, a cool sponsorship or something and they're 
just giving you some walking around money, like Keach said. Nothing crazy, you know. But even like the women, the Texas women basketball team, they got five grand each. Or you're in Turlock, right? You said. Mm-hmm. Turlock. Mm-hmm. Is that is that Dust Bowl? That's Dust Bowl. Mm-hmm. Just go get Dust Bowl. Yeah, just go buy five grand worth of Dust Bowl. No, have them give you like some sort of sponsorship. <laughs> yeah, open tab. Yeah, all the, yeah. They're like, hey, you know, we're gonna, we're yeah. gonna throw you some walking around money. So yeah. now it, it went know. from it being seems... it went being from under the table money. I mean, mm-hmm. what's yeah. the what's the okay on Barstool? Caleb Presley does that Sunday conversation, yes. and yeah. he asked Najee Harris, was it Najee Harris? He said somebody. He said. I've heard a story about a Range Rover being parked outside your apartment, someone calling it and throwing the keys on the dash. And he's like, I don't know anything about that. It's like, he knows. Yeah. Someone yeah, dropped of off course. a Range Rover and, and that's sure. saying, in I know, Alabama. I know that it's happening. I understand so that now, it's happening. But And now, quote unquote, it's legal. But And it will get more regulated, I think. But for now, I think, you know, I mean, obviously I'm pro, but... I think it could be a good thing over time, especially for small schools and women athletes, because now even women athletes can get money. Like, I'm not saying five grand's a lot of money to a freshman at Texas. Mm-hmm. They're likely on, a lot of them are on scholarship or whatever, but mm-hmm. five grand's five grand. You know, that's going to do something for you. And it, maybe it gets you more clubbing time. I have no idea. Yeah. But maybe it, it could be anything. Maybe, I don't know. Well, I think yeah. I think the one that gets that me is... Uh, a guy like Arian Foster, right? Uh, great NFL running back. I don't even remember where the hell he went to school. Yeah, I was like, what's uh, going with this? But he was uh, no, because he always talks about in college. He like his meal plan didn't cover like how much he was burning and all that stuff, and he was so poor. He went to Tennessee. Wow. Yeah. So and he couldn't cover. Like he was like, yeah. He's like, so he's like, and my coach brought over tacos and then told me like, hey. Don't tell me when I gave you tacos. Like it shouldn't have to be like that. That's yeah. That's where I'm like. There's got to be some. Sure, the gray area is crazy. The balance is obviously all out of whack now because now you've, you're giving guys like uh, the Oklahoma quarterback Al- Bryce Young's got a million dollar deal. Yeah. Uh, Arch Manning, like I said, he's in high school. Still hasn't even played a snap for Texas. He's got three and a half. And most of up. that, not I don't know what percentage of that is based on social media following. But Arch Manning, because of Arch, his name, yeah. has a giant mo- social media following. But well, also, and just a following. Well, yeah, and just a following in general. So he's going to have. So this website I found it like evaluates oh, based on followers. Yeah, I saw that today on your we're... social medias and calculates a value for you. Yeah, but so does it take any anything away from these guys going pro? Does it take anything away from the pros actually getting the money that they are? Well, it deserved. Won't, it probably won't like, affect the pros. I, I'm not saying it affects the pros, but if. You know, Manning is making all this money. Like, is but that's the thing. Manning's probably going to make money. Period. Just don't. Manning's an anomaly. We should just write that all. Right, but if some okay, if some football player is making so much money on the side that he doesn't need to go in the pros anymore. Well, they're not making fuck you money. Like the Ohio yeah, State they're not, quarterback. They're not going to make that much money. But no, the it, Ohio State quarterback made the biggest. But is deal. it worth going into the league and getting hurt within the first year? No, but it's. I'm saying. And what it, happens it's, if it's, these it's, kids get hurt? Do they still get that money? Yeah, the NIL so that's, money? Probably. That's, that's the thing is, like, you get, it's a lot more upfront money. So if the kid gets hurt, like Stetson Bennett, the guy I absolutely yeah. hate, I, I think my throat hurts mostly from yelling at that small dwarf of a man. <laughs> uh, and the funny thing is, I say that, and he's taller than I am. But, uh, <laughs> but, but I hate Stetson Bennett. But no, he, he made, he's made a million dollars in NIL deals, and he probably won't go pro. He probably won't. And he, honestly, yeah, he's because even though I'm joking, should he? he? No. He, well, I mean, it, by would he get drafted? He'll no. probably he might get drafted because his college resume is stupid. Well, I mean, he won't get drafted if anyone's smart. But there's a lot of dumb GMs out there. So. He, even if he gets drafted, he's not making he's not making it in the no. NFL. Yeah, he most. I mean, ninety nine percent sure on that. Yeah, and that's not be me. He's a Georgia quarterback. That's not me being a Georgia hater. He's just not a actually the Georgia NFL guys, quarterback. The the Georgia kid that was sitting behind us, the kid with the chain who was yeah. doing the little flex thing. He was the one who said he's not going pro. He's not going <laughs> yeah. pro. He was the one who's like, well, this he's is all too he's small. Got. He's yeah. not that good. He's he's good for college. He's good for the system he's in, but he's yeah. not like he's gonna go out and but, the line. But up. so that's what's nice is he made a million dollars and then he's gonna have a really successful career at Enterprise Rent a Car. He's probably gonna go and, get a master's degree. Yeah. I'm just saying. Well he's he's probably already got a master's he's twenty five years old. He's still in college. He could be. Like well yeah. he, he's got a well, no, he's <laughs> he went like college and JUCO, then back to college. Yeah, and he, so good for you. The one the one thing that was funny that I found out before I started heckling Georgia fans a couple weeks ago, 
not to totally deviate again back to florida but uh was that he's the same age as joe burrow mm-hmm. and i'm like how are you the same age as joe burrow and why and, is joe burrow so much cooler than yeah he's, <laughs> well no but he's all he's also won a natty <laughs> he's got a national title a super bowl appearance and a whole season i think missed based on injury he did he and, missed a whole yeah. season and and you guys probably didn't same. get nil money. And pro- he didn't. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't. He was too graduated in twenty. No, his is all under the table money. <laughs> yeah, actually, under the ta- sorry, no, under it, the table. It money. wasn't even under the table because he actually was part of the <laughs> nope. big controversy yeah. with OBJ. Yeah. <laughs> so OBJ oh. was giving out hundreds. Oh, yeah, he walked around, and that's and that's another simple funny thing where those guys wouldn't be in trouble. Like, sure, yes, it's stupid, it's crazy. You remember that? But the fact that they were going after the LSU players because OBJ was walking through the locker room handing out cash. It's like you should be able to handle cash. And that brings me to my final point. Okay. okay. Seriously. That's a great segue. <laughs> it was going on before, right? Yes. And if you got in trouble, there was, with NCAA, there's severe consequences. I yes. mean, we've seen schools get the death penalty like SMU in the 90s. You don't have to worry about that anymore. You Now you can just do it on top of the table, give them the money, say it was a donation. You get the write-off. You're helping a kid that's in college that doesn't have any money most likely and he gets some walking around money or a car whatever the hell he wants to buy with his 50 grand 100 grand most of them are getting most of the most of them are not getting millions there's only a few outliers maybe each school or whatever just can cap it maybe that's I mean, where they like, go that's like maybe i don't know i have no idea just, you know spitballing here so what i've seen you know from my research the past few weeks on this was the ncaa they're government reach has drastically dropped with this because this was the thing they mo- they spent yeah. 95% of their time on was recruiting you know illegal recruiting which mm-hmm. uh, we know like Najee Harris got a Range Rover delivered to his apartment in high yeah. school or whatever. Well, they didn't even yeah. catch Reggie Bush till years later. And they didn't catch Reggie Bush till 10 years it after. It still he... happens at the smaller schools, too. Exactly. May or I'm may sh- not have yeah, been involved or... in that. Yeah, exactly. You got a Range Rover? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell happened? Did you get a Range Rover? <laughs> what the hell Ooh, happened? No why, one's going to know. Why, why, don't you, why don't you have the Range Rover now? <laughs> <laughs> she pawned it. Got it. Got it. Smart. Yeah. Smart. Smart. So that's what I'm saying is it went from like being this sneaky thing that could get you the the literally death penalty especially in college football you i mean we've seen it with a few schools in the past 30 years to now you can it can be over the table it doesn't have to be anything crazy and another big fact here was to give reggie bush as as an example p carroll at usc say hey i'll give you x amount I thought they bought him a house or his mom a house. Let's just say, okay, let's just say for example purposes, I'll give you a hundred grand to come to USC. But that was under the table. Reggie Bush didn't have to declare like to the rest of the universities he was thinking about attending. Like, hey, he's giving me a hundred grand. What are you going to give me? He couldn't say that because they would just report USC. Now it's public. It doesn't have to be a fucking secret. Reggie Bush could go if he was coming out of high school. Now he could go. Hey, so it's a bidding war. It's like a bidding yeah. war, but it doesn't have to be anything crazy because there's a thousand kids. And yeah. I know we talk about football a lot because that's the main one so far yeah. Yeah. that is benefiting. Sure. But and this is only year one. So I think in at three, year three or year five, it's going to definitely expand to other sports. Well, basketball will be interesting because it's only one year, one and done. But we'll see. Well, basketball will be weird because it's going to be the kids who aren't one and done probably get bigger deals. They could because mm-hmm. the kids who are hey like hey we're gonna give you a hundred grand over four years yeah, the kids yeah. at Gonzaga that are staying yeah. all, four, all years, four years you know hey for if or or it does it get weirder like that does a booster or a company go hey if you're there for four years you get X or you know how mm-hmm. how do they on, and you have to weigh yeah. your yeah. benefit but and even if you get a little money take I mean we've heard of guys giving out insurance policies on sure. themselves getting injured in college and getting paid five million dollars like yeah. if you have a little if you have five grand as a women's texas basketball player maybe you take on an insurance policy maybe you don't need the five grand well, also just craziness that all tell of us these about your range rover <laughs> yeah, tell black, on black. black on black no i'm just saying all of these you know so much craziness is happening so much money is being thrown around and all these kids are like 17 years old i mean this yeah. is like but don't I you mean, think that's ins- a good thing it's insane i don't i mean personally I probably would have chosen a different school. Like if I know what I know now, I didn't know at 17. Right. So like, that's the hard thing too. But getting money at such a young age, doesn't that maybe will that help you? It it accelerates your lesson of financial management. Yeah. But that's, I mean, 
Yes, yes, of course. But Oh, I blew my five grand. Where's it at? Oh, there's no more five grand coming? Oh, shit. I should have done something more important with that except instead of buying yeah, of a course, used car. Yeah, of course, but it's everything. Like choosing the college I was at, choosing the coach that I wanted to play for, choosing where I wanted to live. I mean, everything. Like it was knowing what I know now, like I maybe would have made a different decision. Interesting. Well, so... Yeah. yeah. Well, we mm-hmm. don't know because we're not good enough. Yeah, but I that Range Rover though, you know. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean Range Rover, black on black. <laughs> well, so is that, is that how is that how we have to coax a kid? <laughs> Ooh, that sounds Range Rover. Is that how? We Wolf should just an athlete? G- we should just give Harrison's Miata <laughs> we away. Should, we should just give Harrison his Miata and make him learn how to play a sport. Yeah, go, make go him into go college play athlete. Come on, be better. Gymnastics. Do yeah, <laughs> gymnastics. gymnastics. I mean, he's Chinese. He knows angles and shit. <laughs> Um, but no, I, I do think, and I mean, this sounds terrible, but I do think women's athletics might be the one to trend better. Sure. They will benefit more. Yeah. Because again, it's the one time you're in a bigger spotlight, your sport, because women's college sports is bigger than women's professional sports. Yes. Like, you know, so outside of maybe women's soccer, which is just blowing up. But, like, but only because women's soccer in America has been so big for 30 years because yeah, of the World that's, Cup. That's valid. Mm-hmm. That's val- I mean, I'm just saying, like, you know, because the girls on the swim team in college, th- where do they go? They don't have anywhere to go. They know? go to so, Enterprise Rent-A-Car. We already exactly, talked about this. Exactly. Because <laughs> they've got a they great... They run Fortune 500 companies. Sure. You're right. You're <laughs> right. <laughs> Girl, dad, hashtag CEO. Yeah, Hello. No, we went over this when I walked in the door. Reagan's playing pro football at, <laughs> on, on the men's side. Girl leads with her Sp- head. Sponsored she, by Brendan. Yeah, <laughs> no, she, she, no, she ran full steam at the dog. Yeah, Reagan, first. here's your Range Rover. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if have, Reagan makes it pro in any sport, I'll buy her a Range Rover. <laughs> Wolf tickets? Yes, go ahead. And he said the name. <laughs> but anyway, so the way we were going to end tonight's episode, uh, the top three was what are the three things that Lee does to annoy... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I love the face you gave. Uh, Top three things uh, Lee does, does to annoy you. you. Ready, <laughs> go. And we all have to list them off at the same <laughs> yeah. time. So I'm sure they're all the same. Yeah, I can't keep my mind straight. So yeah. funny. <laughs> but, no, I'll, I'll, so we're going to do uh, wine brands, uh, companies, wineries. I, I didn't know how we wanted to, the verbiage of that. Wineries. I think wineries. Wineries. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, good because I came over with wineries anyway. Perfect. So, uh, because so, and I'm gonna go. We'll go th- bottom to top. Yep. Three yep. first. So it's Nicholinis. It's in uh, Calistoga. <laughs> Say it again. Nicholinis. <laughs> He's doing the Italian yeah, hand. Yeah, the Italian hand. hand I wish and you guys I, could see. And, yeah, and my <laughs> nose is a little congested, so it's not coming out great. But but so where's it, that at? It's in Calistoga. Calistoga. Uh, and my parents are members there. And it's the reason I like it. And, you know, as much as I enjoy talking on this thing and seeing all my friends when I do, I do like time away from everyone. And so the beauty of this place is it's in the, like, hills. And there's no reception. Yeah. And it's this old house that they turned into, like, their uh, showroom Tasting floor. room. Tasting room, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. Mm-hmm. I don't Yeah. Show, the showroom floor, you know? <laughs> yeah. And so... All of their tasting rooms are the rooms of the house. Cool. So it's like you go in a room, so it's there's no reception. It's You're just in a room. They come in and out, and they drop off some wine to you. It's a thing of beauty. You know, you don't have to worry about anything. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the reason I love it. Okay. Um, number two would be Rendezvous in Clarksburg. Uh, I, I'm going Rendezvous because of just the memories things like it's i i wasn't a big wine taster drinker or whatever before the keeches and you know nick and paulina and the Comenis, yep mm-hmm. and uh the Comenis baptizing us in the sugar mill and uh and so rendezvous always had some good memories that's where we did paulina's 30th birthday that's so, perfect i mean yeah. granted we split time with revolution i remember oh god yeah that was that, that was that was a trip but uh it, it, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. No, we don't. We don't, need, we don't need to tell <laughs> stories from that. But uh, and then the top one would be Rombauer, uh, and it's technically in Saint Helena. I think it's in the Napa Valley, but it's uh, their their Rombauer Vineyard. Because mm-hmm. funny enough, the Keeches went. That's where the big fucking bottle came from. Oh yeah, I know. If they've got the new one, 
in yeah. Amador. Yeah, in Amador. And so I haven't been to that one yet, but the one in the Napa area is fucking incredible. It's pristine. Yeah. There, it's like a house up on like a little hill. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's annoying though is it's all by like reservation. Yeah. So you can't just walk in. There's yeah. no, hey, we're just Which showing. Which is super annoying. It is. Yeah. I mean, it's it's inconvenient because I do like the casualness of, I think that's why I like Clarksburg. Maybe that should have been higher. Yeah. Is like, so I feel like you're going more on like experience than like. Uh, like the vibes. Like wine. Oh, yes. no, yeah. Well, well I mean, that's, we, yeah. when you said wineries, I was going on, yeah, experiences. I mean, not on wine. Wineries make wine. Yeah. <laughs> Well, cause, generally, because to be because to be fair to Michelinis, their wine is not that great. Okay. Oh my god! Oh, come on. No. Okay, his list is bullshit. <laughs> well, no, we didn't go off. Well, no, no, no. We, no, I like, number I like one the experience. Is like, it, it We're is, millennials' it's, it's, experience. It, it's the winery experience that I'm having, you yeah, know, because yeah. they're because the experience yeah. that I have there is good. It, their wine's okay. good enough. No revolution. We can move on. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> exactly. Well, first of all, we couldn't. We couldn't. We gassed you up to begin with. We couldn't yeah. couldn't finish on that same note. But all right, Keech, what do you got? What all right. So number three is at Sugar Mill. It's three wine company. It got uh, is that a, is that where you're a member of? I'm a member there. Yeah. Is that where we yeah. stole the toppers from? Well, not officially. Okay. Don't put that on the air. Yeah. The, we're coming. For, <laughs> we're we're trying to be sued. Um, yeah, three wine company. It's the last one on the left on the main part of the Sugar Mill. Um, really good winery. Um, a lot of cool reds. Um, we love them. We're members there. We get we get their quarterly shipments. Um, number two is Revo, and I swear this is not biased because Colleen is here. If Colleen was the winemaker in North Africa, I would still like Revolution. Their wine. Would you though? Yes. Are you sure? Absolutely. Shut up, Brendan. Well, well no, because he's saying their wine. If you weren't the yes. winemaker there, are you sure the wine still is good? Uh, maybe. Hopefully. That's what I'm saying. I, so, I, would, I would still, I would make great wine anywhere. Thank you, Brendan. We're not talking. Yeah, but <laughs> no, you're <laughs> saying it would revel yeah, be yeah, as good exactly. if somehow, you were gone. Oh, I thought more. you meant like you're following me wherever I go. No, he's saying moving to North yeah. Africa no, now. No, he, <laughs> go, yeah. no, he's trying to say he'd still be a fan of well, revolution. The current if you were gone. Okay, okay, okay. That's the, what I'm saying. The fact I'm that defending I you, and you just came after me. The fact, the fact that I know Colleen Coco. I'm Team South Africa. The fact that I know. Colleen is not playing a factor in this. I actually love their wine. I love Sacto. She knows that. She always brings me mm-hmm. Sacto. Mm-hmm. And I, I recently found out I love GSCS, GSM, GSM, which is also an amazing one. So Revo's um, my number two winery. And number three is Rombauer, but not the one in Napa, even though it's the same wine, I know. But I went to Amador, their new tasting room in Amador. I think it's only been open a year or two yeah, during right. COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where the giant bottle's from. The wine there is fucking excellent. Um, it's nice that it's in Amador, which is like 45 minutes from us. The other two are pretty local. So mm-hmm. I got really close. I got 25 minutes, 45 minutes. I, I feel like I covered my ground pretty good. Cool. The tasting room at Rombauer and Amador is badass. We haven't been there. Absolutely. Very cool. Okay, my turn. All right, winemaker. Let's hear okay. it. So I have to go on... Um, Again, experiences that I had, and I and I put a little bit of wine that I would order like over and over again. Um, so I really like uh, Las Haras. Um, they are Where's a it at? <laughs> they are a winery in the Bay Area. I don't think they have a tasting room. Um, I am just like subscription based. Um, they are just such a cool like wine brand. Um, I think. They are a little bit famous because they one are. of their owners is like a famous guy. Uh, the guy from Master and Nun, the super tall guy. I don't know if you guys watch that their show. Their website is really called the first good celebrity wine. Like, yeah. I <laughs> nice. mean, so they have like a leg so up. So it's modest. They have a leg up, but I'm part of their subscription club. I order it over and over again. Their wine is just cool. It's clean. They have great labels. They have fun messaging. Um, How come you've never mentioned this to us? I've brought that specific bottle over here before. <laughs> We've drank that bottle. For those of you not being able to see, he's looking up their stuff right yeah, now. Yeah, I have brought that wine over. And he's calling him it's out. The, it's like direct. the Sweetberry wine with John yeah. C. Riley, like yes, on the front. John it's John C. Riley. So fun. I know, it's so funny. What the fuck? So they have, yeah, they have just good wine. They are just fun. They don't make it so serious, which is really nice. This is nice. I like their um, labels. They're all very different yeah, and fun. So, and I do, I want people to 
just have fun with wine. It doesn't need to be so snobby. No, definitely not. So obviously, look at us. Yeah, yeah look at, I mean, look at not us. Not you, but like us. Look at us. Look at us. Look, yeah, look at us. So he has a starter jacket on. <laughs> yeah, and he's wearing a hoodie that I dropped off last night. <laughs> no, yeah. this is my hoodie. Are you sure? Yeah, this, the other one's in the wash. Okay. And we're all enjoying what? it. You I know? washed those clothes. We're all enjoying it. Too bad. So you didn't trust it. <laughs> okay, it. here we go. Number two, um, scribe is in Ooh, Sonoma. Scribe is good. We've been so, to Scribe. So, yeah, I've been You've there. You've been to Scribe. Have I? For Nick, sh- Nick and Pauline's wedding. Okay, we great. Yeah, what? We they got married at Scribe? No, we, we went there like the week of. Oh, my great. God. Okay. Love that for us. <laughs> so, I've been there a handful of times, and they just do such a good job. They have estate vineyards. They have a farm. When you go there, you do a wine tasting, and you do a food pairing. Um, they have traditional wines, but they also have some new age stuff. Everything is just very clean, but robust. Um, just great wines in general. Um, and then my final one, these are, these are not, you know, one, two, three here for me. I kind of, I know, I'm sorry. I like them all. I can't, it's hard for me to do one, two, three, but okay. I really love Quichonolis. I love Turley. Um, and Sandlands. Yeah. So Turley. So Tegan uh, Pasalacqua is the winemaker of Turley, and he started his own brand, Sandlands. I'm going to give it a shout out to Tegan if ever he would listen to this. Um, we'll DM him the I episode. Know, well, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Turley is like a Zen house. They started there in Napa. Now they're in Amador, and now they're in Paso Robles. They in they just make such great wines. They've been out there for like 20 years. Tegan like grew up in the industry, so he knows everything from vineyard to bottle. Um, and then he started his own brand, Sandlands, which uh, there's no tasting room. Uh, you have to sign up online. He ships you the wine, so subscription-based. And now he's doing some funkier stuff that I just love. People who are doing out different of the bounds, stuff, yeah. a little different. Out of like pocket. Yeah. Uh, so he's got some Shannon, he found some Mission, he found Karen Young, like, so he's got some really cool stuff, and I just, honestly, I don't, I don't buy a lot of wine myself, I, I love to go wine tasting, um, but, so I have to base everything off experience, but I do love people who are just trying a little out-of-the-box stuff, but I still like really clean wine, um, so yeah, I just have to represent a little bit of that. Perfect. Yeah. We love it. Cool. Um, we all good here? I believe so. I One mean, more a little zen or a glass? A little I zen mean, in our yeah. glass. Cheers. 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 To episode, what number are we on? Oh, fuck. 17? 17. Yeah, 105. Let's see. What are we on? We're on 17. I believe we're on 17. Yeah. Episode 17. Episode. The Wolf Ticket. Colleen Coco yeah. Clothier. First yeah. Thanks, female Sam. guest. First female. You know? Yeah. Title Nine. Sam. All that good stuff. We're hitting our Bye, title Brittany. Nine. Thanks. Bye, Brittany. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Toodles.